Welcome to our regular episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by a humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. If you've ever stared at financial loss in terms of waste of funds and overexpenditure and been haunted by it in your sleep, I don't know if it will help you sleep any better to tell you that this is not your greatest loss of income. Mr. Hubbard wrote in an article 19 March 1971 the following. Now remember, the word org is short for organization. Quote, the greater loss to finance is income lost or never made. The difference between what an org should be making and what it does gives finance greater loss than FP saving could ever recover, end quote. FP stands for financial planning. So you might be sitting there trying to figure out how to spend every dime and how to save every nickel. And your greater loss is the income you never made by far. I've watched members agonize over the expenditure of pennies as they waste tens and even hundreds of thousands of dollars by not following some of the simplest and most routine processes in creating income. Uh, One of the simplest and most standard is a subject that few of you would ever tune in to learn about in a business podcast. So that's why I have to be extremely creative in arriving at a title for this episode to make sure you listen to it, because I'm going to talk to you about something you might consider one of the most boring and least interesting topics in all of administration. And that is the subject of files. (sighs) Let me demonstrate. Uh, If you were talking to someone about something, went to grab a cup of coffee, stepped out of the room, and then stepped back into the room a few minutes later, and then had that person start talking to you like they had never met you before and discussed with you the very thing that you'd just been talking about, what would you think? That they're crazy, right? A person without memory would appear totally crazy to you. How about an organization with no memory? How would that appear to its customers and potential customers? Crazy. Look, at this subject is important enough that Mr. Hubbard wrote quite a bit about files. He wrote an article on the 18th of March, 1972 called Files. And he starts it this way. He says, the lowly and neglected item called files is a cause of more company downfalls than desks and quarters and sometimes even personnel. Because files are looked upon as routine clerical work, they seldom are given enough attention by executives. Yet the downfall of most executives is lack of information and files. Are you kidding me? Let me repeat that. Yet the downfall of most executives is lack of information and files. Back to Mr. Hubbard here. He says, files are often considered an area of overwork on the shoulders of one person or a part-time action. This is the most expensive, quote, saving, end quote, an org can get itself into. And then he gives several examples here of people wasting income, uh, for instance, not having file cabinets or proper respect for files, and losing 6,500 central files of clients. Now, that organization says the organization remained in income trouble. Yeah, of course it's going to. If you have 6,500 customers and you lose the files or you can't access the files, how are you supposed to approach those customers again, right? How much income are you losing there? How about this? He says uh, another organization would not file its bills files or keep them up and routinely overpaid creditors. So if you don't have proper bills files and somebody sends you a bill and you go, well, I guess I better pay this, but you have no file to record whether or not that money is actually 
uh, accurately, even being accurately billed, obviously you can spend, you know, tens, way, way, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in uh, overspends bills to creditors because you're not keeping proper files. And so then he gives this datum. He says, a person without memory is psychotic and org without files has no memory. Now, Ron Hubbard. I hope I'm making the point. I, I know this is painful, but uh, I'm going to go into this a little bit more. But this is a critical area of your organization. And, and I'm going to give you some examples of it uh, where I have observed absence of files costing organizations hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. First of all, let's define it. He says here, Files are considered by Mr. Hubbard one of the tools of management. Now, you're going to hear me come back to this term in future podcasts. But understand that management, any technology, defining technology as an applied know-how, has its tools. And a mastery of that technology, whether it be construction, dentistry, computer programming, or management, a mastery of the technology will not exist without an awareness that tools exist and a thorough knowledge of what those tools are and how to use them. Mr. Hubbard wrote in an article 29 December 1982, he said, quote, the difference between brilliant management and mediocre or no management at any level lies in, one, not knowing what the tools of management are, and two, knowing how to use them. Many people are not aware that, like a carpenter or any other workman, a manager uses specific and exact tools. Thus, we see people here and there who are doing the equivalent of using the handle of a chisel to drive nails into wet concrete, end quote, L. Ron Hubbard. You see, there are tools to management. And uh, one of these very vital tools, the one we're coming today, is uh, because it's going to cost you tons of money in terms of lost income, are files, the memory of your organization. And Mr. Hubbard defines in an article of 31 July 1983, where he lists some of the basic tools of management. Uh, I think there's about 20 some of them. Anyway, one of these tools of management that he defines is a file. He says, a, quote, a file by definition is an orderly and complete deposit of data, which is available for immediate use. As files are the vital operational line, it is of the greatest importance that all filing is accurate. A misfiled item can throw out a whole evaluation or a sale. It is of vital interest both in ease of work and financially that all files are straight. I'll run Hubbard. Okay. He uses the term here, evaluation, as a specific definition in Hubbard Management System. I'm going to give you a very simple definition. The purpose of an evaluation is to isolate and handle the cause of a non-optimum situation so as to reverse and improve it toward an ideal scene. An evaluation is also done to isolate the cause of a scene which is going well and to reinforce it. Let's just say you are having income problems. Okay, so you're looking through your statistics and you find a period of rising income maybe some six months before. Beautiful rising income. You want to do an evaluation to assess um, what was the cause of that optimum situation because obviously you're doing something very right at that time and evidently it's not being done now because your income is slumping all right so you go back to that period and you're starting to evaluate that period we're back here now in march or we're back here in august or wherever it was whatever that month was 
And now you're trying to figure out what happened then or before that, that would have caused that affluence. Now, I remember in early days as a consultant, as a business consultant, going into numerous businesses, you know, one of the things about being a business consultant is you definitely want to be able to make it an immediate and direct impact on an organization. Otherwise, why are they going to keep you around? And often before, you know, I really even understood what they were producing in an organization, I would say, well, look, how can we start increasing income right away and start looking at earlier periods of affluence, earlier periods of success, and then dive in there to find out what they were doing so that that could be reinforced or repeated and reinforced. Well, in almost any organization where you go in that kind of scenario, there is no memory. Here we have a beautiful period of affluence in October of last year. What were you doing in September? Well, I don't know. Do you have any files? What do you mean? If you are going to promote and market, which you better, don't you think it would be smart to keep a file by month of what kind of outflow or promotion or marketing you were doing in that month. If those files don't exist and you now experience an affluence and you go back to that affluent period, there will be no memory. One of the very useful files to keep would be promotional files, marketing files. So you know month by month what you are putting out, day by day, week by week, so that you can track and go back and evaluate what caused something to improve. I remember one time, uh, looking in a dental office and trying to figure out what the devil is going on. There was obviously some change because the statistics were going down and there were no, there was no evident change in statistics in terms of their outflow. I was looking at all their outflow statistics and it didn't, there was not a significant change. So I had to conclude that it was a change in what they were outflowing. I said, look, well, what were you sending out then? Postcards. What are you sending out now? Postcards. Well, there must be a change in the postcard. Well, yeah, probably. We sometimes change the postcard. Well, can you bring me a copy of the postcard? I'd like to see the postcard that you were sending out back in uh, back in September. We have an affluence in October. What are we sending out in September? I don't know. Well, let's find it, you know. Digging around, digging around, digging around. And sure enough, the postcard, you're not going to believe this. True story, though. The postcard had changed from a chimpanzee with these dynamite teeth... To a beautiful woman, it was what the postcard they were using now, with beautiful teeth. And for whatever reason, the darn chimpanzee was pulling way better than the beautiful woman with the beautiful teeth. So, guess what? We went back to the chimpanzee. Guess what happened to their inflow? We could have saved ourselves hours. Fortunately, we were finally able to dig up what was a postcard that was being sent in. But why would you not keep a file for that? You know, you're investing all this money in this promotion. You're investing all this money in outflow and no files. Okay, that's one example. And that's how you would use an evaluation. Now, he also says here in the definition, he says, a file by definition is an orderly and complete deposit of data, which is available for immediate use. And he says, a, as files are the vital operational line, it is of the greatest importance that all filing is accurate. A misfile item can throw out a whole evaluation, we just went over that, or a sale. How would it throw off a sale? Well, maybe you're trying to sell somebody something they already have. How would you know if you don't have a file? What if you are, are running a car lot 
and you have customers that routinely come and browse around for a good deal on um, pickup trucks, right? And you're promoting sports cars to them. They're, they're, it's psychotic. It's crazy. There's no memory. Detailed files of your customers, their interests, their letters, their testimonials about how they've enjoyed doing business with you, which should always be encouraged, and then filed. You know, and then you can write back, you know, two years later and, you know, you're a veterinarian or even if you're not, you're just a, an interested um, provider of service. And you remember that she had a dog, Fido, you know, and how's Fido? You know, is he still OK? Is everything going fine? In a letter that would communicate that you are totally sane. That is very personal. This uh, episode, by the way, follows the one I did last week, which was on how to get a response. And in there, we describe getting a reality of your customer. Well, you're not going to get a reality of your customer if you keep no files on your customers. And, you know, there are healthcare offices that keep meticulous files on uh, health issues, which is a form of a file. And, of course, they're very accurate with those because they have to be or you should be. If you're not, it's a nightmare. And I've had, you know, members who've gone through nightmares of not keeping accurate files and records uh, for different purposes, you know, insurance purposes and so forth. There, you definitely know you need to keep files. And that's one of the places where we often find adequate filing. But what about uh, letters and testimonials and just communications and uh, letters to and uh, back and forth? That doesn't go into a medical chart. That would go into a separate file. Are you kidding me? I got to keep another file? Well, it's kind of dumb if you don't. You know, you could have you know, thousands of patients that all you know about is their organs or their teeth or you don't know anything about them, their families or their uh, likes and dislikes and what brought them to you in the first place. No memory of that. That's psychotic. Okay. And you are losing, uh, I don't even, I say tens of thousands, really more like hundreds of thousands of dollars and that you're not communicating with reality to your customers or your clients, or your patients. Maybe some. Uh, maybe you have a few people on the phones, you know, calling up to reactivate customers, reactivate patients, and they call, and they act completely ignorant. They don't know that that, pay, that customer they're calling has been with you for 25 years and is practically a brother, and they call them and address them like they were total strangers to you because they have no files. They, they don't know if that customer is uh, loyal to you, intimate to you, a friend of yours, they know nothing. All they know is a name and a phone number. How much reality is that going to be? And how, how great an opportunity will they have to create a response? They have to be uh, geniuses on communication just to engage because there's no memory, because there's no files. What about... Um, personnel, handling of personnel. You know, you've got an individual, you know there's something about that person that appears to be destructive to the organization, but you have no documentation, no file for that person. Now, different states have different parameters on what you can, you can and can't keep in the way of personnel files. But by George, you better have some kind of file on every single person working in that organization or you have no memory. You can get a black eye, busted up, lip from this person and they just keep swinging and you just keep taking it and wondering where are these punches coming from? No files, no records, no memory, no documentation, 
no grounds for dismissal or any kind of uh, action intended to correct that person. What about um, duties, what we refer to as hats? You know, the person's duties, the purpose of their position, what they're supposed to be doing, the write-ups for those things. So you're trying to correct a staff member or an employee and you say, well, can I see your hat file? Oh, we don't have one. Or I don't know, it's around here somewhere. Or uh, you look at it and it's only got a couple of pieces of paper in it and things that should have been filed in there, valuable write-ups, directives from you or from uh, or policies of the organization, they don't exist. So minimally, every employee should have a hat file. It's another form of file. So uh, this lowly subject is costing you Im- immense amounts of money. I promise you that. I, I, I walked into, I think I've told this story in an earlier episode, I walked into a roofing company one time that had a wall covered with files. They were all, the the thing about them, it was a wall, huge wall in a warehouse and a shelf upon shelf of files. And I was thinking, wow, this this place got it together. But I noticed something interesting. All the files were the same thickness. And so I asked the the owner, I said, "Uh, what are those? He says, those are the files for our customers. I said, that's a very good thing. You know, I very seldom see that in any organization. That's a very good thing. What do you keep in there? Their warranty. The only thing in those files was a warranty on their roof. And those files could have been kept in all correspondence, all invoices, uh, all testimonials, all that could have been in those files. And as a matter of fact, I think they instituted that later and, uh, established extremely good relationships with their customers. And of course, their income more than doubled. So this lowly subject, once again, of extreme importance, so important that Mr. Hubbard actually makes it one of the tools of management. There's obviously um, a lot more to know about files. Mr. Hubbard gives you such datums as uh, there are no miscellaneous files or catch-all that we put things in that we don't know have another place for. There's no files like that. You can dig up this article, 18 March 1972, files, um, where he goes over quite a bit about maintaining the files and the types of files you might keep. But the important thing is that you have files, even in your computer. You know, you probably have files in your computer. I don't know how well organized they are, but you perhaps spend you know, way too much time trying to locate things that you uh, should know where they are. And that would be because of poorly organized files. You might have those in your desk drawers, uh, just in terms of uh, for your own work or for what you're doing. Bottom line is files are important. And the biggest barrier to having good files is treating them that they're not important. He says, efforts to block or cheapen files, supplies, and personnel must be countered. This is the first step of organizing files. That's Mr. Hubbard. So, you know, obviously by relegating that to something that's unimportant or just a part-time function, when you really really should be full-time, I'm not saying, you know, go out and hire a full-time person on files right this minute, but you might need to do that depending on the size of your organization. Bottom line is, don't consider it unimportant. It is critical and is one of the biggest sources of lost income in your organization. I promise you that. Go do an analysis. You know, your homework assignment would be grab a clipboard and go through your organization and look at what files are being kept and how they're being kept. Inspect that and make an assessment of what further files probably are needed and who's responsible for which files. And do you have an, an adequate coverage for making sure those files are properly maintained? And if not, what are you going to do to remedy that? And if you do a little project based off of that and implement that over the next coming weeks, I think you will feel less crazy, more sane. 
The organization will be saner, be more efficient, and seems kind of cleaner, if you know what I mean. There's less confusion. So there you go. That's uh, today's episode. Uh, again, we have to be very tricky. Hopefully, hopefully you are listening to this uh, episode. Evidently, you are if you got this far. But uh, we knew that maybe the title, if we just called it Files, <laughs> might, get it, might get overlooked. So we uh, now I think you know why we call it Total Recall and uh, Lost Income. Take it to heart. Maybe listen to it again if you need to. Start handling your files. Okay, thank you very much. That's today's episode of Business Wise. If you have any questions, write us at info at wiseeastus.org. If you have problems that we're not covering or there are topics you want us to cover, uh, write us, info at wiseeastus.org. We love hearing from you, both your troubles and also uh, your wins. So write us and we'll talk to you next week.